<laughs> you are listening to Off the Shelf, the voice of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Yes. Can we help? Hmm, maybe you can help us. Dream on. Wow, you picked up a great beat on your supercar stereo, Jazz. <laughs> you dig it, huh, Spike? Well, let me ramp up the decibels for you. Yeah, get down. I bet Optimus Prime will be glad to see us. I would have waited an eternity for this. It's over, Prime. We are on a planet far from Cybertron, but our mission has not changed. One shall stand, one shall fall. Combaticons, transform to Bruticus! Your stupid warrior is just standing there! Well, let's go. What are you waiting for? Hello and welcome to Off the Shelf, the voice of Transformers Collective Club Australia. I am Brad Oztron Prime, and joining me to discuss this week's news is... We don't know who goes first, so I'm going to go first. I'm Jason. I'm Daniel. And as always, I'm Bill. It's in the show notes. <laughs> I, love, I, love, I love the way he says, and I was scrolling up the show notes. I love the way he says, as always, when this is episode three. It's great. It's great. It's great. It just means that he's he's ready. He wants to keep doing this podcast. Well, yes, and he has, he has, uh, he has graduated from guest to Bill. I have removed all. The, I have <laughs> removed all the guest slash bill stuff. I've got my wings. <laughs> oh shit! I just hit my. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, Bill, you shouldn't wave your iPad around. No, 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 definitely. Lesson learned. Alrighty. Uh, so, so, what what is, what has everyone been up to this week? Oh, we we before we before we start bantering, we should probably actually mention that. Uh, the uh, Transformers Collectors Club of Australia is actually on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash... Oh, Daniel, what was the URL you created last week? I'm so sorry. Forward slash groups, forward slash Transformers CCA. CCA. Excellent. I'm so sorry. Uh, I was looking at the wrong part of the run sheet, so I'm just going to adjust that for the next time. There we go. There we go. Live live edits of the podcast run sheet. Everyone, we'll get this right for episode four. You'll see next week. (laughs) No, we won't. No, we won't. No, no. Something else will happen. We will screw up something. Yeah. All right. That's okay. Everybody loves a little bit of banter and a little bit of a joke around. All right. So I'm going to kick off with the community uh, community section. Um, So our member count has just passed 40 uh, uh, paid and proud club members, which is a pretty big milestone. Um, So if you don't know what that means, it's basically it gives you a chance to... um, basically be a part of the membership um have a say in what you know what happens to the club um and it's all for a full year for a small small fee of only five bucks i mean come on that's the price of a cup of coffee i pay that at my university <laughs> so you know have, have, have you guys bad. noticed have you guys noticed that whenever you ask me if you should do something um as a paid and proud member my answer is no <laughs> party pooper I know. Sorry. Mm. So, um, how how are we doing on the, in terms of social members of the Facebook group? We, I believe, we have about we have, we're over nine hundred. Right? Yes, I had um I had about thirteen new potential members try and join today. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. 
six of those were fake accounts, and the rest were either from Indonesia or Malaysia, which, um, if you're in here already and you're a member of the club, congratulations, but I'm trying to steer away from those areas because I don't want knockoffs and all that sort of thing. The rest of us do. <laughs> we'll take knockoffs. If you if you want to sell us knockoffs, especially things like um, MP10U, you can sell them to us. Yes. Quake, 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 Quake is not a knockoff. He's a third. He's not a knockoff. If you want to make a knockoff of Quake Wave, um, I will be annoyed if you do because yeah. What is there? Is there a Quake Wave knockoff? No. No. Oh, excellent. My Quake Wave is still awesome. Then. <laughs> he's still a golden ticket. Yeah. I know that. It seems that our uh, it, we're no longer male dominating either. No. We've got some female uh, females joining us. This is awesome. So, um, can, can I just point out when you say we're no longer male dominating, um, <laughs> we still are. <laughs> we are, we actually are. We uh, like... No, we're not. Okay, yes, the moment that one female joins, we're no longer male dominating. It's no, okay. no, no, no. That I, I believe we're not studying maths at uni, are you? <laughs> no, it. It's totally I, different. I, I could, I could tell. Um, I, I know, right. I know this... that one does not equal nine hundred and eight other people, but. You know, it, it's just good to see that, you know, that there's more than just old creepy men in their basements <laughs> I, joining the group. I, I, yeah, it's, it's creepy old women in their basements as well. No, look, I think, I think it is great. Whoa. Mm. Sorry, is it, I think that's the wrong podcast, Bill. Oh, uh, yeah, pants yeah. on. Yep, yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't want to know how you're holding up your, your iPad. Um <laughs> All right, so let's let's move. Let's on, talk about we? some favorite posts of the week. I'll take that. Um, it took. I don't have one because I've been moving house and I haven't <laughs> been paying any attention to the group. I'm sorry. Bad person. Yes, I know. Bad For shame. Wait, can I just point out? Can I just point out though? What happens when I don't pay much attention to the group is what happened when I was looking at the uh, the off the the off the shelf Facebook chat last night, where I was scrolling through and suddenly Bill's gone, "Hey, Daniel." I found some Fallout Cybertron figures for you. And I've scrolled through and I'm like, oh, I really want those. And I scroll to the end and Daniel's picked all the ones that I want. I'm like, oh, crap, I need to get this more. <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. You needed to let that slide so I could have them. <laughs> sure. <laughs> In other news, so Brad, what was your uh, favourite post um, of the week? I'm just trying to find said post. Oh, there it is. Um... I'm not the best with names, and I do apologise, Ken. Uh, Ken, I'm going to say Tin, I think the G is silent. Um, he's putting up a request for Shapeways, people that need uh, replacement parts for their figures, and he's just done the uh, MP08 Grimlock replacement thumbs, because apparently that was a big issue for a lot of the Masterpiece Grimlocks that come out. He was missing his thumbs. I, I did, oh, was, I this, did the, was uh, this the 3D printing yeah. cat? Yes, yes, yeah. This, this is cool. From Shapeways. This yeah. is cool, like, because... Fascinating what they can yeah. do now, isn't it? I don't know. I'd... Actually, this this is a fantastic idea, just in general. Mm. Like, mm. Um, like if, if, you, if you buy a Transformer off eBay and it's missing a weapon, you could 3D print the weapon. Well, mm. and that's the thing, like, even... Um, oh. well, actually, I'd like to point mm. out that... A 3D printer was actually sent up to NASA um, in the la- uh, sent up to by NASA to the International Space Station not that long ago. This actually has relevance to yeah. making whatever, or because a company that makes 
3D printers heard about a uh, one of the astronauts up there needing a wrench. Hmm. Now they sent up this 3D printer, or they had one that was already there or something. But this company turned away and made the CAD, um, you know, CAD drawings or whatever it is that they need to make this 3D printer work. And they've designed this fully functional, all-in-one piece ratchet, so that this astronaut could make the ratchet that he needs. I think it makes cool perfect that sense. If you need something, yeah, especially up there, like the amount of money it costs, like to send a, a rocket up there for a shifter, <laughs> like all they have to do is what is upload the, the the CAD drawings or the design or however the um, printer reads said file, and anything they need, it will. I can't remember what they called in the Star Trek. What they called? Anything you want, machine? The the the, re- the replicator. Yeah, rep- yeah, replicator. Yeah. yeah, it's it's essentially that for blunt force objects. <laughs> so so just looking looking at this. Um, so looking at the page, the page it's a there's a, a link to Shapeways dot com, which is a collection of three printable three G objects. And you can purchase the device. You can purchase the design from Shapeways, and then you know print it in whatever format you need. So this has been posted by Toybox Collection, um, and there's other things that Toybox Collection has posted on Shapeways, like um, the the uh, head, the I don't know antennas or whatever for, for Jetfire. Mm-hmm. Um, that's um, that's cool. There's a there's a shotgun for certain figures like Jazz. Um, there's and then, then there's, there's other things as well. Like if you, if you go to Shapeways, find we, we'll put the link to this in the show notes. But if you go to Shapeways and say you, you find the tag and click on click on ta- Transformers, then uh, then you can, you know you can see there's other things. So I, I can see a hoser rifle for Sunlink. I can see uh, Legion Starscream missiles, which are really oh. good because uh, sorry for for Transformers Prime because the missiles that came with uh, Starscream for Transformers Prime they were really crappy. Yeah. Um, they didn't attach to the arm properly. Um, there's a, there's look basically there's a lot of guns that people have made for uh, different Transformers. Films. And, and then there's someone, who, someone has made hands for 20th anniversary Prime as well. Actually, to, uh, just to kick yeah. in on this bit here, Alex Ching just posted on the group, uh, just because I was doing the casual refresh, and he is actually using Shapeways right now. He just shared uh, Combiner Wars Truck Voyage Replacement Hip Ratchet. Um. 3D, uh, you know, file that you can use for your 3D printer to create a, you know, uh, 3D uh, replacement hip ratchet joint. Um, yeah. So, and he's saying it might be useful for an eventual motor master, motor master purchase, but it could be for anything, really. This is really cool. I am really interested in what people can do huh. with. Um, possibilities are endless, mate. And that's and yeah, that's exactly that, that what third really party cool. should. We're going to get to third party discussion further on in the feedback, but this is what third party mingling in the Hasbro Takara figures should be like. Stuff like this that just puts figures above well, and so, beyond. So, so like, there's a there's a place for doing this kind of thing, but. Um, I wouldn't make a figure out of them because, like, it's not like you're going to manufacture plastic. Three uh, D printed items are still fairly brittle. Yes, plus you got um, paint. That's not and, true. You, the, the, well, they are the ones that I've seen. The, the, you can get uh, a bottle of porter there while you're there. made completely out of copper, and it was three D printed metal. And how much really did it cost? 
Not that much, actually. He, it, it was a um, it was a bust of Iron Man's Mark II suit, so totally different. But it was made out of metal, and like the 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 filament that is coming for 3D printers. Granted, if your 3D printer can actually use the metal filament, is getting better and better, and they're coming out with different uh, polymer types and stuff, which are becoming stronger and better over time. I, I, I think it's still like it's still in progress, though. I think in fast forward like two or three years, and we'll have some really awesome stuff. Oh, for sure. It, it, it's just cool that right now that it's becoming sort of it's it's becoming more available to uh, like a private on the private market or the you know general market mm. rather than enterprise market. So. Stuff like this is coming out, which is really cool. Yeah. So yeah, look, um, take a look at Shapeways. If you've got access to a three D printer, um, you can you can print some really cool additions for your box, and you can also um, you know print some cool changes. Yeah. Uh, and one of the biggest yeah, additions changes. Mm, and one of the biggest um, one of the biggest things for this sort of design is people that have G one figures missing guns, missing accessories. Well, really, any figures like you could your insecticons are missing their gun. You can have one printed out for a quarter of the price to find them online. Um, yeah, and just, just stuff like that. I mean, if you could do that locally, yeah, it's just the. I mean, there's the shipping. Oh yeah, sh- the yeah. killer. Yeah. You know, if you had access to a you know a printer and a chroma, yeah, yeah you can sky's the limit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hell, if you got if you so, got something so, like six shot or one of them rarer figures, like, and you can scan, copy his weapons, accessories, or whatever, and then be able to print them off, you've got a ready-made market right there. Like some of them figures, some of them rarer figures that never, or very rarely, come hundred percent complete. Um. Yeah, that's sort of a ready-made market. Yeah. But anyway, hmm. I mean, sky's the limit, really. Let, let, let's let's move on to some other some other favourite posts of the week. Now, Bill, you had some uh, you were, you took quite a liking to Alex Ching's photos, I believe. Oh yeah, oh, some of the stuff, especially what he does to poor Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? <laughs> I love seeing him get torn apart. It just makes my day. Yeah, um, no, Alex's photos. He's got you know Bumblebee, Brawny, and he's got the Yellow Lion, and they're just having a good old. Looks like a game of, uh, what's he doing, catch with the yellow lion. So, no, definitely talented. He's got some very funny stuff going on. Mm. And Peter uh, Collins' Soundwave suit looks like it's coming along nicely too. Yes. Quite we have fair. him and... I'm sorry. I haven't got the... Um... Not you, not you, not you, not you. Not you... I was PM during the week. We've got we've got a couple of um, a couple of mm, I won't say cosplay, but um, costume designers. I'll say in the group, and from all accounts, what they've been up to recently is quite awesome. I hope they um, hope they show more of what they're up to on the group in the future. Although I do realise, I'm, sure, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, do. although I do realise, like even even Peter, like he was sort of skirting around, and now 
you're starting to show some photos and you're probably going to have people say, oh, can you make this for me or whatever else, which... Oh, well, it, it, could be a, it could be a business for him or he could just say, um, no, I'm too busy. Yeah, no, I, I just don't want him to get swamped by 20 people saying, hey, can you do this or can you do that? And it's sort of one of those, like, ah, cosplay well. is one of those things, like, it's... It's done for personal enjoyment, really. Yeah, yeah, and to have to have two dozen people say, "Can you Look, build this?" Let, 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 let's not worry about people swamping them when they haven't actually swamped yeah, them. Yeah, true. Mm, all right. So my favorite post though is actually um, Alex Ching posted uh, a post about Ultra Magnus. Yeah, Alex yeah. Ching is kind of our member of the week. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah, that. I think so. Well, I, he'd have to be, I think. Um, so. He posted uh, a link um, about some previous, I think it's the Combiner Wars. Don't quote me on that. I'm not too sure if it's the Combiner Wars ones. I only saw the pictures, but I thought they were really cool. There wasn't a real big link. Um, They can actually be transformed to become weapons um, for Ultra Magnus. Do you mean Masterpiece Ultra Magnus? I believe so. Really? Okay, cool. Um... That'll, 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 that should look weird, but okay. <laughs> I mean, so we've, we've seen that um, Power Glide can be used as a weapon by a superior, can't he? Yeah, it just gets bent over and plugs in. Um, that's, that's, pretty much, that's pretty much how most of, most of, you know, Saturday nights around here are ending. Speaking <laughs> of getting... Um, it was posted by Iron Factory. Um, that he got these uh, pictures from, so if you... Are you, look, are you looking at the Goldian Hammer, the GX sixty nine? No, it's um. So it's basically it's it's got him standing beside a bunch. I think he's. It does look like a couple of uh, ones from um, uh, from Combiner Wars, maybe, but um. Yeah, it it just looks cool. So I think it's the MP twenty like twenty two, the masterpiece from Ultra Magnus, mm-hmm. and that that it basically just creates like a uh, an extra set of missile rockets on his side and that sort of thing, missile launches, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. When you want more guns for your Magnus. <laughs> mm. Okay, so what are we what are, what are we doing? What are we looking at here? Uh, okay, um, so. If you just check the show notes or Facebook, um, either one. Um, the other thing that really caught my eye was Trav's uh, Seeker modification. Mm. Um, Ice Storm. The paint app is really, really nice. Mm. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, just scroll through the Facebook group if you're already a member. Uh, yeah, just for just for some background on the figure, um, one of our members, he's. Um, his MP3 Ghost Starscream fell off a shelf and both shoulders broke. And oh, yeah. Okay, now now I understand why he's repainting. Yeah, and <laughs> um, Trav took it on to to repair, and now he's also while he's repairing, he's doing a complete re uh, recolor with paint apps, and it's going to be a um, a custom seeker, which from what I remember, it's going to be Ice Storm because we've got Acid Storm, we've got Sun Storm. This one's going to be Ice Storm, and it's in that that light blue sort of icy colour. So I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing this thing put back together. 
at the end of it. I can't I can't imagine taking a masterpiece figure apart that much, let alone paint it. So um, yeah. Yeah, you struggle enough with Optimus Mask anyway, don't you, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh dear. Alright, so now we're on to the actual group news, so we've got some uh, group news. So Brad, did you want to take take the reins on this one and tell us more about the uh, the March raffle that is happening? Yes, well, by the time this is released, we should be a day or two into it. Um, it's running the same as uh, the January raffle. Like, don't, uh, some things don't need approved or to be improved on. The January raffle went pretty well. I think everyone was happy, except for those so people. For those I, that I, I, I actually wasn't because I didn't win. <laughs> I was going to say so. Um, that, that could jet be fire. improved. Jetfire. No, that could be improved. All right, for those that have joined since, uh, explain to us how it worked and uh, like how we get involved or uh, how we purchase tickets to begin. Right. Well, it's it's going to be in the file section of the group, and I'm going to have the post floating on the main feed all week, all weeks. Um, Basically, shoot me a PM. I'll give you the payment details. Tickets are five dollars each. You can pick. You can decide how many tickets you want, and yeah, go from there. Um, so what are what are we what are the prizes we've got up? Currently, we have the X Transbots Apollyon now. If they ever release yes, it, yes, uh, it's it's uh, pre-ordered. Uh, it's paid for. So I do apologise if it's not on its way or ready to be sent on its way by March 25th. Man, don't, don't apologise for x <laughs> I'm just saying if someone gets their first name out and they want that Megatron, well, it's booked, it's it's paid for, the pre-order's there, it may be delayed. <laughs> we know this was originally going to be a Christmas figure. Um, so it is it is coming, it is there. That's fine. Uh, uh, that's fine. What yeah, else have we got we've got, a, we've got a G1 Metroplex. Um, it's 100% complete. It's not in box, unfortunately. Um, we got a G1 Starscream in box, and we got the Junkion Matrix of Leader, which is the third party um, Matrix oh, of Leader, which uh, pulls apart and has the glowing light. Um, and there's some other smaller things. We got Takara, the, um, the faction symbols, the stickers, Autobot Decepticon. There's three or four prizes of those, plus some. Um, faction key rings, and I might uh, I might throw a couple of the big A zero posters in, or canvas prints in with that as well. We'll see what happens. Um, awesome. But cool. yeah, it's sort of one so, of those uh, things. Going so, off so... going off the January January raffle was mainly like those six masterpiece figures and one lot of uh, generations figures. So a lot of people said that. Um, they only collect G1 and that, so I want to get some G1 figures in this one. And Sounds good. So um, the information will be up on the Facebook group and people can message you for purchase yeah, information. Yeah, by the time this is released, awesome. it's going to be well and truly up and running on the Facebook group, so yeah. Awesome. Let's talk about Cybertronian Chronicle. Chron- oh, God. Cybertronian <laughs> Chronicles. Mm. Can someone else do this, please? <laughs> yes, issue two of uh, Cybertronian Chronicles. It's been delayed. The um, Our editor, Chris, he's, he's been moving house this week. Um, he's got a, it's, I'm not, yeah. I'm not Chris. You're not Chris. <laughs> but I've been moving house this week. <laughs> You're not Ron. Um, 
yeah, he's um he he has some personal stuff in the way at the moment, so by the time this is released again, um, paid members will have an issue emailed to them. Um, it'll be up in the main feed, and there's a section in the group photo album for uh, the Cybertronian Chronicles, which is our monthly newsletter. Um, not so heavy on reviews this time as last time. Um, Justin, with his comic strip, has continued. Uh, Philip, he's, um, <coughs> he's become the group's comic reviewer because he gets everything comic-related, so there's going to be... Uh, going off the top of my mind, Drift, right, cool. Drift, the Drift comic and a couple of the other comics that come out this month. He'll be... Rev- yeah, Drift uh, Empire of Stone, yeah, the third issue yep, is out this yep. month. He's yeah. um, reviewing all those, so just something for the comic people because I have no care for it. <laughs> um, oh, you really, really are missing out. I can continue to miss out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that. There's a review. I've done a review of uh, Omega Supreme that's in there. Um, plus, yeah, Justin's got his comic in there, so... We're, we're sort right, of cool. still still so, ironing out what's what's what and that with, but we hope to um hope to get it a bit. bit that's fine. Down. Don't let, let's let's not spoil it for everyone. Yeah. They, they'll they'll get it when they yeah. see it. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Or they'll see it when they get it. <laughs> uh, so, Bill, you've got some uh, some podcast general news. Which if, sure look, if you're listening do. to the podcast, if yeah. people are listening to the podcast, they probably don't necessarily need it. But um, still, let's uh, let's let's give the people some podcast love. Let's do that. We are now live on Stitcher. So, for those of you that do use that, just feel free to leave us some feedback, good, bad, ugly, or otherwise. Mm, and- preferably good. Yeah, preferably good. We want good because we'll just delete the negative comments anyway. <laughs> we should, and we should be live on iTunes in the next few days. Yes. All right. Yes, iTunes has been a little bit uh, scrupulous with the way they want to accept podcasts, but um, we hope to get on top of That's that. That's fine. We've sorted it out. Yep. We will have one now anyway. Let's talk. Let's talk about raffles. We'll, raffles. raffles. Yeah. Right, we're going to do this raffles club. Oh my god, it's raffle time. <laughs> we'll do this now. Um, yeah. Get some yeah, let's draw the raffle. Let's do Radio. it. Let's explain what the raffle is first. Yes, um, this really come out of the blue. I think it was Wednesday. Um, one of our committee members, Simon, um, he had a mint in box Megatron that uh, a G1 Megatron he offered up to the committee before he was going to post on the group. And um, I think it was Benny, Benny or Bill. No, Bill, you're you're not in there. So it must have been Benny. He um he suggested why don't we do a members draw with it? And one thing led to another. So we did. And um we had a members draw. Um We're about and to here we members. are. Here we are. It was just a um we had at the, currently we had thirty two members. Um unfortunately due to well once it was known public that this member draw is happening we only had one more person become a member afterwards which was odd but um we decided to include him and we had a couple of the committee members that weren't hadn't paid their memberships yet and they were added too so we ended up with 39 people uh, as paid members as of friday so we were going to have a members only raffle uh so it was limited tickets 39 tickets total um, we had 18 people purchase tickets. We had 14 decide not to. And then 
we had some people come on and leave in between that because those figures don't make sense and I'm not going to even try math this hour of the night. Um, so... It's because of that food coma, isn't it? Your oh, math is not working because of the food no, coma. No, he hasn't had his port. Come on, cut the old man some slack, man. <laughs> alright, alright, let's keep back on topic. Yeah. So, okay, so I'm spooling up the number generator. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Okay. Here it comes. It's going to come up at 34, isn't it? <laughs> alright, go. A 30. Number 30. 30. Oh, Damien oh. love it. Matt Spurrock, you passed. Damien has won. Uh, all right. All right okay. So we're going to do this live. Um, I'm going to post this on the Facebook group, yep. if you guys don't mind. Yeah. Um, let, let's, let's not post it live while we're doing a podcast because it's pretty bad oh. for people who are listening. <laughs> Oh, come Especially on. if they didn't win, <laughs> let's po- let's let's post the winner later. All right. Yeah, let's let's, do that. let's get on to some news. Mm-hmm. Some, we have some sad news to start with because uh, we do. Just today, today, because we are actually recording on Saturday, uh, February twenty eighth. Uh, Leonard Nimoy passed away at uh, the ripe old age of eighty three. He's put in a, quite a good innings. Still... Leonard Nimoy did, of course, have uh, two major roles in Transformers. He was the original Galvatron in Transformers the movie in eighty six, and he was Sentinel Prime more recently in Dark of the Moon. Um, both. So, look, I, I think it's fair to say that both of his roles have their fans and their detractors. Is that uh, is that fair to say? I think that's a fair assessment. Mm. Yeah. Well, considering mm. I'm a young one and I only really remember Sentinel Prime, uh, I, I'll have to rewatch the '86 movie for all those people that are currently cringing. And, that, and they're uh, going to cringe even more I'm, because you've just smacked that up. <laughs> I, I, I believe. Um, I believe that's also because uh, Daniel's about to get fired. Yeah. That's okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Galvatron was from the '86 movie. That's what I said. Sentinel Prime from Dark of the Moon and then Galvatron <laughs> from the 86 movie. Um... <laughs> so so, so we, we were having a bit of a chat today during in, the, in our little Facebook chat window thing uh, about what, you know, our thoughts on, on Leonard Nimoy's roles. I think, Bill, did you have some, some strong feelings in one direction? Oh, oh God! Yes. I said One Direction. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Harry Styles for life. Wait, that needs a, that needs one of these. Excuse me. Here we go. That's better. Okay. I'm no, not one mean. strike. <laughs> He's done a lot. Hey, I'm hey, a... actually, can can you get the whammy? The whammy. Yeah. Wow. 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 That's all right. Oh, okay. ne- ne- next week we'll do the whammy, yeah. okay? Instead of instead of the family. Yeah, we might sound. have to. Uh, we might have to get the a special whammy. soundboard made up for the for the podcast. Yeah. We can we'll do that. There are a couple of other all sounds right, I'd so like to add to it. Continuing on with uh, what Bill thinks. So Bill, what do you mm-hmm. think? Oh, look. You know, he's had a great life. You know, he was more. I just. I'm just trying to put this as discreetly as possible without having to wear the flak jacket. Can, 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 can I can I just say, uh, Bill, make a choice. Is it Nimoy or Nomoy? Nimoy. Oh, okay. So you like him. It's either, yeah. yes, or, it's either yes or it's no. You either like uh, him or you don't. It's uh, no. no, no. He's had a very... like. I mean, my first exposure to him was the 86 movie. But really? I just don't want that being. You know, he's done a, he's done so much more 
than come in and do voice acting for a character for one movie halfway through. You know? So, I mean, if you just look, if you spend five minutes looking at his wiki, you can see he's done a lot, lot more than just voice two characters for the Transformers franchise. But having said that, you know, he did make an impression to a generation of fans. You know, both Transformers, Star Trek, mm. and everything else that he's done. And I think, so, I think both, both Transformers roles are about as far apart as you get like he could have come back in Dark of the Moon and yes mm. not played Galvatron but played Sentinel Prime and done the same sort of role but he went on a mm. completely different different route like I'm I'll put my hand up now I'm not I'm not a Trekkie I haven't I've stayed away from the original run I know who more this is about the one thing that you're not into yes well it, it, goes along with that time era like okay. the original superman no no nut blah um the only no thing nuts. the only thing i can stand from that time period is the 66 Batman, and that's just is that because whenever he punched somebody it come up with kabat kapow yes. or shazam yes. you don't see that superheroes these days do you little boy and that <laughs> is that is the one hey, reason i, I prefer to so mark a batman's after, over the uh the Edward Scissorhand Batmans, but that's a different oh, story. God. Yeah, what did you say? Oh, God. <laughs> All right, stop. 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 We're in the weeds. Back to, back to weeds. Um, we're in the weeds, and we're going to continue going into the weeds if we start talking about Shoemaker Batmans. Yes. Let's get back to Leonard Nimoy. So, look, what what else have we seen Nimoy in, like, us, per, us the, the you know, the the four of us personally? Like, what, well, what have we seen him in thing, that has had an impact on us? The thing I know him for, apart from Transformers, is... He uh, directed Free Men and a Baby, and that's that's one of the no one of the better comedic yeah that's one of the better comedic um, movies out of the uh, late I not very late yeah. and Star Star Trek oh, was it Three Men and a Baby yeah. Holy yes it was shit. Three Men and a Baby definitely <laughs> <laughs> so 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 during during that time that was one that was one of the times you did too. Uh, like. There, there was there was a time in Leonard Nimoy's life where he was trying to distance himself from Spock and, and Star yeah, Trek, and so I I guess he, he, that sort of what? he oh early eighties or early seventies into the eighties he was known as Spock even like even now yeah. if he walked uh, yeah, if he walked down of, the street as Spock he's he trying to trying to distance himself for it and do other things like. I'm not sure. Uh, but, I mean, that, that's that's not really up for debate. I mean, he did it. He he published a book called "I Am Not Spock." Yeah. yeah. Then, then years later, um, he published a book called "I Am Spock." <laughs> he he, he mm. realized though that there was no way. I I think he just come to that terms where he he played such a character so well that he he the character became him. It was no longer he had to take on a persona of Spock. He was living Spock's mentality a lot of the time even outside of that and fan base became to just think of him as Spock that no like if they cut him off and get some, got some other like you know cut Nemo out of Star Trek at that time period and put somebody else in that would be a massive right because no one could feel Spock well or you, do you... To Spock as well as they thought he could do back then yeah. but for me personally I know him from um the TV series Fringe, where he plays uh, William Bell. Um, that oh, can, was... can, can I can I just interject? He occasionally plays William Bell. Occasionally is still better than 
you know, nothing. But that's where yeah. I know like him he, from. He did disappear for two seasons. Yeah. So it is, it is interesting that Nimoy does have quite the controversial... He has quite controversial involvements with things. So his appearance in Fringe came about because he uh, appeared in the 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 remake of Star Trek Whoa. as Spock, and so he was working with J.J. Abrams there. And Fringe is a J.J. Mm. Abrams production, yep. and so they said, "Look, you know, can you come in and can you, you know, have you got? We've got a role for you in Fringe." And so he said that he he came in and he did William Bell in Fringe. And then he didn't really like the role, and so they sort of tried to find a way to play down his involvement <laughs> with the role for a while. Because and so like he disappears between like I think he's like he's like vaporized or something in the season two finale of Fringe, and then suddenly when they're they're back in like a, a remade reality in season four, he's there again, but he's again playing a bad guy, and I don't think he was very happy about mm. it. You know, I think um, I worked that... it out. I've worked it out. Going on what we were discussing earlier today, I think for me... Oh, sorry if I'm keeping you up there, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the individual. Like, you know, I understand his association with Galvatron and Sentinel Prime, but I never saw him as those characters, if that makes sense. Yeah, true. So for me, when I read that, you know, Leonard Nimoy passed, it was, you know, Leonard Nimoy, uh, you know, of Spock fame, of directing, you know, being a poet, a photographer, and what, what other else he did with his life. It wasn't that, you know, we lost the, you know, a, 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 an individual that voiced Galvatron, if that makes mm. sense. I, I, I don't think I don't think most of us look at it that way. I mean, I think most of us obviously have a Spock connection, but I mean, mm. we're a Transformers podcast, so to us, it is obviously important that we talk yeah. about Galvatron. But, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, if you break it down to its lowest common denominator, he was in half a movie for how many lines? Yeah, if he'd done season yeah, three, so, so. if he'd done season three, it'd be a different story. Yeah. But because... And that's right. You know, if someone like Frank Welker passes on or Peter Cullen, but, you know, Leonard Nimoy is... I don't really see him as being the Galvatron character. No. No. That, that, that's fair. I, I think, though, for me being a, like... I'm a Star Trek fan, and I have been since I was young. It was one of the few things that me and my father could sit down on the couch and and just lose track of time because we're both mm-hmm. interested in it. Um, so I have a fondness of Spock. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm a like I'm sad that he's gone, but I understand that he him as a person made sure that he lived his life as best as he could for as long as he could. Like. Uh, We'll always have him as Spock. Like they're not going to turn around and remove Star Trek from from ever being shown on air or anything. Um, all of his books, his movies, that sort of thing. So we, we can always be around him, I guess. But like, I it's, it's sort of hard to explain. Like I'm glad that he's no longer dealing with the disease that he had. Well, that was the um, other thing too. He was suffering from something, wasn't he? It's not cuz 83 is not really a yeah. end of life age like nowadays with medicine the way it is, you should be getting to 100. No, yeah, no, he had quite, a uh, I can't remember what the disease was. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. nonetheless, yeah, a lot of us are mourning now that yeah. or you know, a little bit upset that he's passed yeah. away. But and it seems it, seems, it seems to be something we're facing more and more now, like we wake up on a weekend morning and someone else has died, but the, unfortunately there's a lot of people that um there's a lot of people that uh 
are getting to that age, especially from people mm. we know from our childhood. It's the gener it's the generation, Brad. Now you know, like what we grew up yeah. with. But you know, our condolences. Yep. You know, and um, hope he finds peace. Mm. All right. So continuing yep. on, Robots in the Skies has aired two episodes. Um, so Jason, you're going to have to be quiet on this because I, 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 I actually am going to go and be quiet. Are we going, I will be to, back in are we going to talk spoilery? Should we issue a spoiler warning now? I think we should. I think we I just need time. Go for it. Radio, Radio Free Cybertron tried tried to do a review of the first two episodes during the week, and they're air quote spoiler free discussion was not much of a discussion so I think we need to go full hog alright All right. so warning warning, warning to warning. anyone that's listening uh, if you haven't watched okay, I think, I think we've done a spoiler warning already yep. um, so looking at the first two episodes I actually really enjoy the art style I know for a few people that you know it's not going to be their thing um I'm not going to lie, Bumblebee needs to take a chip pill. When did he get so serious? <laughs> uh, actually, actually, so just on the art, uh, because I've watched about like 10 minutes of the film um, as Santa Rain like Mars last week. Uh, so what's with the Greek hairstyles? I don't know. Stephanie's stuck back. Maybe it's the Justin Bieber hairstyle, if that helps. Yeah, but like, yeah, I don't know. So this is the thing that I find hard to grasp about the, the art style is that this does follow on from Transformers Prime, right? So if they've built a statue to Optimus Prime who hasn't been seen since Transformers Prime, why does the statue not look like Transformers Prime, Optimus Prime? <laughs> um, I'd actually think that... Um, Go on. From it, I think it comes from the fact that maybe, and I'm saying maybe here, but there was multiple statues, and it sort of kept flicking between, and they were all in there different positions. That's what I. That's what I got. That's what I got from that. It was a ring of prime statues. Yeah, and like they all look like prime, so maybe they just didn't show prime. Mm. But regardless, uh, you but, know. But, but then, but prime appeared to Bumblebee and he mm. didn't look like the Transformers Prime My version but he is a disembodied version of Optimus Prime so he should look like he did when he died but that's right? that's yeah. minus or, or, the backpack though he hasn't got no 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 I'm talking about no. like mostly it's like the chest design and stuff like yeah, that yeah it's a complete it's the new it's show design yeah it's the new show design it's it's just incongruous I did personally I did not notice that I thought, right, it's Okay, prime. we all realise that Transformers is going to have bad continuity, like, you know, continuity issues. Continuity, yep, yep. Continuity, little boy. Well, That's the one. going just a little bit of backstory in that, we have never had a series um, with so many experienced behind-the-scenes people as we have now. Um, going no, that, that, because, actually, that's because a good point. It shouldn't much, happen. Pretty much the whole team from Prime have been carried over into this R.I.D. series, so... Um, Including the animators, yeah, though, as well. Yeah. Like, it's the same animation team that they're now doing this uh, this cel-shaded uh, design for it. But, like, someone should have actually just gone, oh, wait, actually, we should make Prime look like he did last year. Yeah, well... It's... Anyway, anyway, that's my, that's my, that's my bugbear. I, it, 
it is a really annoying thing for me, but um, I'm sure everyone else, like, uh, no okay, one cares. My annoying thing is that somehow he manages to manifest his body. There, that, and, uh, that was... Th- and, and, like, throws Underbite completely off the, uh... The quarry cliff. Yes. Yeah, the and it's Power like... Rangers um, cliff. With one arm, yeah. nonetheless. Uh, and, and it's like, if you... Like, how did he die in the end of, uh... He gave his spark Merged up. with the all sparks. Yeah. yeah. He flew into the well of all sparks uh, and gave his life with the um with Unicron okay, spark. It, it 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 just made it um cheap. Yeah, cheap. That like they're all in there, like four of them are pushing, including Grimlock. Grimlock. <laughs> including Grimlock. <laughs> yeah. and, and like it, they can't push him. And yeah. Optimus Prime just sort of leans, <laughs> just just one, yeah. just does this like little slight yeah. lean, and then throws you. Yeah. Contrivance, contrivance for contrivance sake. To, to be fair though, Underbite is cool. I just can't get behind his Texan accent. No, the oh come on. Well, more the dialogue, just. Big no. I, th- I, th- no, I, th- I, I like I, the dialogue. Just, just, just to be, just is. to be correct there. I think you mean. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate a city. <laughs> the best. See, no, I like the dialogue, though. I think the dialogue is what makes him funny. Like, mm, what ma- definitely, it's what makes him the Decepticon of the week. Yeah. Yeah, it's the monster of yeah, the week. So. It's going to be that much, as we see from episode two. It just sort of makes him that much, um, that much different. You can identify with him. You know, he is that character. Mm-hmm. Even right, even the voice, even the voice right. actor could come back and do another one, which we'll get to which later. But have um, a Texan accent, yeah, perhaps. yeah. Maybe, maybe this voice actor. Maybe the, I actually don't know who the voice actor is, so I'm just going to continue to refer to them as this voice actor. Maybe mm-hmm. um, like accents are their thing, and they're like, "Well, we've hired this awesome voice actor," and then they come in and they're like, "Oh, but they only do accents," and they're like, uh, <laughs> "Yeah, but who can't who can't do a southern accent really?" <laughs> we could sit here and go now. Right. We could start talking with a southern right. accent. My, but... my my biggest thing currently is why on earth is Grimlock green and black okay i get it i, I like i like it. it it's just weird <sighs> give it time daniel you're gonna have to learn to stop questioning yeah. things that you like but find weird give it time i'm <clears> sure <throat> it's going to be explained why and the, which would be the same as why he's got the septicon shield not autobot like we know <clears> we know the toys have got autobot he's working with the autobots now so we know in the next couple of episodes you're going to be He'll be honoured honoured as an Autobot and Bumblebee is going to make him an Autobot. But um, mm. As for colour, yeah. I, I, think, get, I think that's might, really because everyone it, has a primary colour. Yeah. It's different from the yellow, it's different from the blue and white, it's different from the red. It's mm-hmm. just a differentiating colour. Um, just so the kids don't. We, well, we we know from we know from Age of Extinction that they're trying to make bots more distinguishable by their colours. Mm. And considering the whole um, ROD line currently is deluxe slash warriors, they're all trying to fit into that niche, which is unfortunate because Grimlock should be a Voyager. But yeah, I, I don't well, really. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I actually. Um, 
I'm enjoying this series. I really am enjoying this series. I'm enjoying Grimlock's character. But my favorite scene stands out to be the part where Underbite is standing in the middle of a wreckage yard and he does the Arnold Schwarzenegger muscle pose. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 How good is that? I love it. Um, okay, so just for, um, just for reference, the voice actor for Underbite is Liam O'Brien. Uh, Liam O'Brien. Um, He's actually done a, quite a lot of stuff, um, specifically within more the video game industry. Um, so a couple of the uh, video games he's played, he was Commodore Margok and other voices from Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, he, he's played in The Order 1866, uh, his voices for Star Wars Rebels and other such. Um, are you it, looking? Are you looking at a general IMDb for R.I.D. or just the actor? Uh, I'm looking at. I looked up the actor to find out who okay. actually played Underbite, and then looking at his um, thing. But he's actually played. He was uh, the Autobot flyer in Transformers: Rise of the Dark Spark, hmm. um, and he was <laughs> going up there. in quite a few other games. So he he's not. He's on unknown Transformers mm. voice, I think is what you're getting at. Yeah, mm. that's the one. And I enjoy so, it. I really enjoy where they're going mm. with this. Can I can I take it as my homework that I need to watch these episodes and can we talk about combinables? Well, yes. Um I don't know, we'll see the uh, episode three be out by next week. We'll... Uh I don't know, we'll find out next yeah, week. Okay, well if we do yeah, if we do season uh, episode three next week we can sort of rehash beforehand um before we move on though the human characters apart from their bug eyes oh yes fair <laughs> enough are we mm. liking the human interaction with said formers like I, I think that they, they they grew accustomed to having transformers a little bit too quickly like it just sort of happened so quick mm. I'll, tell, I'll tell you the speed the speed that it happened at the speed the speed of the plot Things happen as happen as they need to for the sake of Um, Jason, mm-hmm. your mic has just gone really Yeah, early. something just buzzed bad. That is probably because I'm tethered on 4G tonight. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are we yeah, now? Yeah, that's it okay? better. It's yep. that's perfect. So, okay. you, you, just to reiterate, you said that is just for the sake of the plot. Mm. It is. It goes, okay. it, think, things happen at the sake of... Uh, things happen at the speed of plot. Yeah. Alright, so moving on yep. from R.I.D., um, Combiner Wars? Again? Actually, before we get on to Combiner Wars, I actually need to check a technical note for the podcast. Brad, are you, are you recording? Yes. Oh, good. Because I'm on a different computer. Yes. <laughs> no, because, um, uh, yeah. Excellent. No, that, no that, that's fine. Let, let's get back to Combiner Wars. <laughs> Alright, so we've got Wave 3 has been released. Um... Not no, wave, wave, wave 3 has been announced. And that's wave the, car- the Wave 3 characters are going to be the Protector Bots. Yay! All of- Yay, protection! All of Wave Yay, 3. Fire bots. engines. I have a question. I have a question. The Protector Bots, do they, uh, are they, are they, like, they're in the business of protecting things, right? That's mm. the idea. So does, um, who's, uh, who's the main, who's the main Protector Bot? Um, Hotspot. Hotspot? Hotspot, yeah, Hotspot. 
So does Hotspot like, you know, walk around to all the local businesses and just go like, yeah, nice business. Be a shame if anything happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Actually, those are the racket bots. Yeah, that's shattered glass. There's, there's, the wreckers. There's, there's blades behind him sharpening up. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to see something happen, boys. <laughs> Oh, lovely, yep. lovely. So, so in, in, a, in a break from what they've inflicted on us with Wave 1 and Wave 2, Hasbro has told us that Wave 3 of uh, combinables will, in fact, be all of the protective mm, odds. So yes. you don't have to wait a few months to complete, mm-hmm. complete your, your gestalt. No. Yep. Finally Which I think is really that. good. I think they clued on after Wave 2 and people were raging at them and they're like, oh, maybe we should just give them all of what they need to create their combinable. Wow. Uh, I mean, we we know we know that the issue is um, which is the who's the aerial bot in wave two? It's Alpha Bravo, is it or is it um, air raid? Air raid. Yeah, they had issues with air raid, which is why he's in wave yeah. two. Oh well. Yep. So those otherwise otherwise it, otherwise it would have been aerial bots and Stanticons and then protector bots. Yeah, so, yeah that's okay. Well, that's that's could you imagine if imagine if um, defense or come with brawl. <laughs> for instance, <laughs> like brawl. What <laughs> do I do now? <laughs> yeah, they should just mix up the boxes and just have one limb from every combined <laughs> frustration impending. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, that that would be so annoying um, for like most of the year. But at the end of the year, you would have an awesome time playing with your yeah. toys, or even oh, even a limb for Compatron or Predaking, like it's just... a yeah, <laughs> just to add to, to um to do a non and like to complete. One wave as one gestalt is sort of what they need to do, and they've gone to do that now. Yeah. We know this is only wave wave three now. This is going to be out oh, June maybe, so we're not yeah. not even half, yeah. or about halfway through the year, and we're at wave three. Hopefully, it feels like there's sort of like two to three months between yeah. waves. Yeah, so we know it's a two year scheme, so there's a lot more combiners to come. Mm. And I can't wait until we see some more images, but what we've seen so, so far is just nice. Skipping, skipping ahead a little bit, um, we'll talk about Wave 2 in a minute. So speaking of other combiners that are to come, we've seen Galvatron <laughs> this week. <laughs> so it's Cyclones, so, so it's Cyclones which yep. is a remolded Silverbolt. So he's like mm-hmm. the main the main bot of Galvatron. Heavily remolded Silverbolt. It's yeah. So like, it seems like he can. It seems like they're not really producing specific bots for him to um, for him to take on. He's just like able to combine up with any other combiner and then just like put a Galvatron shaped head on he him. He has and it's just, mind like, power that has, can attract oh, yeah, yeah, them. Sure, there's that. <laughs> but then, but then someone at Hasbro has just gone. Yeah, that's fine. Let's just put that. Yeah, yeah. signed it off and gone. Yeah, put it into production. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Bring me a beer. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We don't need any more. Vo- we got one more Voyager. We don't need any more <laughs> deluxes to go with him. Yeah, we so, the ones we currently have, and he can have mind, yeah, mind powers it, to attract it, them. <laughs> is it fair to say that? Um, is it fair to say we're skeptical about Galvatronus? I think. It's, I, um, I think it's fair to I'm, say that yeah. Galvatron, oh Galvatron, uh, Cyclonus will be a Voyager. He will stay as a Voyager in most people's collection, and he will not combine with anyone. <laughs> Well, nah. so but this is the other thing, though, is like if you have, uh, if you have aerial bots and you have Stanticons, then presumably you just have to buy Cyclonus and you can make Galvatronus. So may, maybe it's just sort of giving people a bit of a choice. But that means well, that's the that's the whole thing with Scramble City, anyway. You know, you can mix and match and 
to your heart's yeah. content. And, you know, same with Optimus Prime and Ultra Prime and, you know. But that that sort of leads into the, the whole fan poll build your own combiner thing. Well, yeah, you already that, that, can. That's another beast altogether. Yeah, but you already yeah. can, like. We've yeah, we've got we've point. got four four we've got five voyages that we can make as the main body and have any mm. combination of legs arms we want currently. Yeah, exactly. Plus this is gonna happen for the next year, so we're not even halfway through it. Yeah. So why why didn't this be a fan build and why fans are participating in this fan build? Because Hasbro have already built the figure and they're just Dribbling breadcrumbs for fans to follow to, yeah. to have to have the right mm. one selected. So you you think they're already selected? They're just going, oh. yay! The winner is a jet. Going, going off that video, going off the the Hasbro video from New York Toy Fair, they know it's going to be a female bot, female combiner yeah. from the Sea of Rust. They've already done it. So mm. yeah, but. But yeah, because you got to remember, they have to bake a lot of these, lot more fembots. These these things have got to go into production months exactly. in advance. You know what these, I mean? I'm so, pretty sure these things are already CAD designed, done. Yeah, I reckon the decisions have been yeah. made. It's like, yeah. um, oh, what's her name? Wingblade was one. So, uh, not Silverbolt, Star Saber. Mm. Like same thing with him. It's just. They've been made. The been made beforehand. They were originally going to go with it. Yes, fans could say they want so many other figures. Yeah, but yeah I, I tend to agree with you, Brad. Because if you if you look at the bigger picture in the upcoming months, yeah, Combiner Wars goes for two years, right? Mm. Then they've got movie coming after that. So in order for them to, you know, shoehorn this fan built you decide Combiner in amongst everything else that's going on. They would have to allocate time for design, you know, mold manufacturing at the the factories, yep. and stuff yeah, like of course. that. Yep. So, yeah, and so I, I agree, mate. I reckon the decisions have already been made, and they're just humouring us and going, "Hey, you know, yeah, the Fembots won this round, woohoo!" Yeah, but yeah, and it just it just so happened that forty percent of people nominated the female constructor bot team, like. It's just yeah, yeah, it's just one of the things. Forty percent of people are paid by Hasbro. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah we're not. Well, yeah, we won't go into how can... much Hasbro are putting their numbers into it, but it's just one of those things. Mm, like, can... look, look, it's it's ultimately like it's just a transformer. Like, it doesn't really matter. No. It doesn't have to be audited by you know um, Price Waterhouse Coopers for the voting or anything. It's it's a it's a <laughs> it's a bot that's coming out and. It's gonna have particular things like it's. It is possible that they're at least gonna vary the paint scheme based on what fans yeah. decide. But yeah. sure, yeah. The, yeah. you know the the mold and everything is it's already done. Yeah. It's and, done. And so that's it. Like now, where we are now with Wave Free announced with Defensor four, five, six Wave up to Wave sevens already that have to be designed, getting ready for paint. We mm-hmm. don't know who they are. Yeah, we don't know who they Actually, are. Actually, but... so I, I, I saw a, I saw a, a um, an interview with like Transformers designers at Hasbro. I think it was on Gizmodo US. Uh, it was a couple of years ago, and they said that they have their they they've got their um, product line plotted out like two years in yeah. advance. Oh, so, absolutely. Like, it's it's no surprise that they already know what all the, all the waves for Combiner Wars are. They they're already designing movies for they're already already designing bots for the next movie. Well, that's it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. There's a whiteboard like, you know. somewhere with all the figures done up at least for the next two years until 
Transformers Five. I would now. like a photograph of this whiteboard. Yes. Send it to oh, send it to like you know no, send, send it to the TCCA Optimus. group. Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Galvatron's going to come back. I might have to start a Kickstarter. Pay yeah, me. I'll fly. Stop I'll, that, fly to, I'll fly to uh, LA. I'm going to find Rhode out. Island. I'm going to find out where the Hasbro office is. So I'm going to storm them and take photos. <laughs> what are you going to do? Just like ride into Rhode Island on your white horse or something? I'll just, just... No, I'll just carry an envelope. I got asbestos. <laughs> yeah. In America. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> oh, sorry, I missed my cue. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Thank you. Let's uh, let's let's, let's move on. on. Let's move on from combiner wars. Look, just quickly before we do before we do move on, Wave Two is available in the states and online now. So, um, yeah, cool. If you want to get Wave Two and uh, build yourself a Superion and build yourself a Menasaur, um, then we go do for have it. People that have started posting pics of Motormaster, so. Motor motor. Yeah. <laughs> motor motor, yes. Motor motor, motor motor. Now inbound in Australia. <laughs> let's talk about let's talk about some robots in disguise figures. Mm-hmm. Warrior right. figures wave two are now available online. Yeah. Who's ordered them? I've got mine. I'm going the Japanese way. So I've got a link in now in Doc Three that I don't know how to paste onto the podcast to be honest because. I just talk about I'm it. Technologically challenged. Yeah, so basically it's all the RID stuff uh, by Takara, and they're actually in, reintroducing some of the old legends like Cosmos and Knockout oh, from Prime. Sick. I love Cosmos. <laughs> yeah, he's coming in. Um, who else we got? Yeah, so. You, you, you know what? I kind of. It, it's interesting seeing some of the uh, some of the bot designs. Or, sorry, not mm. some of the bot, some of the old mode designs. Because. Mm. It very much feels like that transition uh, when Generation 1 jumped into the future and you sort of got a few futuristic car designs on mm. it. Yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. Like, yes. like, like I'm, looking at, um, I'm looking at Underbite's alt mode especially with that. Like, mm-hmm. You know, that, that looks... It, it looks like what? it's you know, very sort of futuristic. What is that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I actually think it might just be a Cybertron mode, but still. Yeah, that's, that's the cop-out response, isn't it? Dread. <laughs> Dreadwing looks awesome. Looking, I'm looking at the Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah. Are you there um, looking at the TAV awesome. stuff too? Yep. Yeah, yeah, so I've ordered those through Big Bad Toy Store and HLJ. So, you know, there's Slag, Swoop. You've ordered them through both of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what happens is um, Big Bad is my default go-to store. Mm. And as soon as HLJ, because the HLJ, the Aussie dollar is much better against the yen. Mm. So as soon as HLJ put theirs up, I just switch over and cancel my Big Bad Toy Store order. I see. Yeah, cool. oh, there you go. Oh, okay, I was looking at the Tev O2 Grimlock. I actually kind of like it. It, it. It's interesting. Mm. Although, if you go under page two, there's a better looking Grimlock. I yeah. am going to, however, look at it. I am looking at that mm. Nemesis, Nemesis Prime, though. Yeah. The Grimlock, Grimlock in alt mode, uh, not alt mode, in bot mode, it looks quite nice. It does. Yeah. Um, alt mode, he's got those wide AOE hips that you get. Although most Grimlocks face that same issue with the wide hips because they become yeah, the arms, they're on his shoulders. That's, that's, um, that's his inherent design flaw, really, yeah. isn't it? You know? But can, can I just say I love the fact that there's a, there's a figure in the Takara version of uh, Robots in Disguise. It's just called Big Optimus Prime. Yeah, how good is that? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> 
Yeah, second yeah. Page, oh, but, but, but but even better than that is TAV Eleven Bloody Knockout. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I, so some I, I saw someone posted a picture on the group this week um, of their um, their uh, power core combiner spastic, and it's just like, yeah. oh, you guys didn't learn, did you? <laughs> this might be spoilers. Did we learn? This might be spoilers, but there's a lockdown. I saw that. There's a lockdown. Well. So, lock, but I mean, lockdown is a, and a drift. Kind of There's a drift there as well. This oh, yeah, Transformers so Adventure yeah. that might be just reissues of current lines. Well, the lockdown. No, I think tra- Transformers Adventure is the Japanese line for Japanese um, robots right, in yeah. disguise. Mm. Yeah, so that that lockdown looks a lot like the um, animated, animated yeah, version. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. that's an animated one. I wonder if the drifts the movie drift. Um, mm, no, that looks like a new model. The Dreadwing, the, the Dreadwing looks like the Beast Hunters. Dreadwing so, minus so, the stupid yellow. Yeah, yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. So Drift actually looks like. Um, so I'm actually wondering: Did Animated complete its toy run in um, in Japan? Mm, because no, I'm wondering. Because you said you said lockdown you looks like you said lockdown looks like the animated version. Here's wave one. I agree. Wave one. That's just a silhouette. It could be a generic yeah. one they're using. So Actually, have... that, that's quite true because, like, Drift does look very much like the comic Drift. Mm. Yeah, so. so we don't know. That could just be, like, the shrapnel, yeah, that's the Legends one. The bombshell, it's here in stores now. Mm-hmm. You know, we can assume that. But, yeah, that's the way I've gone with R.I.D. toys, yeah. guys. And un- underbite, yeah. underbite, although it's briggy, I could just see him lifting one arm and go, yeah, look at the cannons. <laughs> oh, I want that, man. It's, it's a very simple figure. But just the head sculpt and that big massive underbite, it looks like my puppy. <laughs> my puppy's got a massive See, underbite. See, this is, this, is, this, is this is one of those instances, man, where like a, a great characterization on a TV show has won me over. <laughs> See, I have the same thing. I, I, I will buy characters because I really enjoy them in comics yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's um, why I have a fascination with Ultra Magnus. I've always enjoyed Ultra Magnus oh. and... Uh, no, I can't deal with that now. Yeah, we're not going to bring up that let's... stupid Nimbus Prime, whatever it is. <laughs> let, let... It's not a Harry Potter. <laughs> Expect them, Patronum. Let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk triple about some... Uh... Double packs. What do you guys think? What? The, a the triple change of two pack? Yeah, what do you guys I, think? I, I want to know what's up with the colour. So we yeah. are talking about the Platinum Edition triple change of two pack. Yep. It contains Astro Train and Blitzwing. They mm-hmm. are not in their G1 colours, but G2? they are G1 reissues. Are they G2 colours? Nah. No. Well, some, some are, look, I, I don't think anyone knows at this stage because some are going, well, you know, Blitzwing's got Thrust's colours and <laughs> Astro Train's got, like, G2 Starscream's colours. So I don't think anybody knows at this point. Mm-hmm. But I'm buying they're, it. They're, they're just colours. Yeah. They're different, you know. But then, uh, but then again, how many, yeah, how many different figures do you have on your shelves? It's the same figure, it's just different coloured. Yeah, but I mean, another. It's just a point of difference. Like instead of having another white Astro Train, purple, and another beige Blitzwing, it's just something different. Yeah. I actually kind of really like it, to be quite honest. Yeah, it's it's nice. It is definitely something that if it hits Australia, like if it hits Australian shores, uh, I will I will pick up. On special. I mean, you might want to get it when it does because they might shelf warm for two years and then come back with a vengeance on eBay for eight hundred dollars. So. Well, yeah. Just, just saying. Yeah. 
I, I, I gotta say, looking at looking at TFW 2005, there's a, a comment that I kind of agree with. Someone said, it's not even a G2 Astro Train. It's like they were making a reissue Astro Train, ran out of the right colour plastic and said, hey, here's a bin of leftover orange plastic. Let's use that instead. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I kind of I li- I like it, but my favourite thing here is the Transformers Adventure TED06. Big Optimus Prime. It's like they just couldn't even come up with a. Oh, where is the link for this? Where is it? Uh, it's in the Doc Three. If you have a it's look, on, it's, the, it's the Big Bad Toy Store link. It's a list yeah. of upcoming figures. Yeah, Big Optimus. Yep, it's on the second page. Anyway, right? look. Um, let's look, let, let, let let's move on. I think we've so we've covered we've covered up um we've covered generations and stuff let's talk a little bit about some third-party transformers mm-hmm. there was a so i believe um the oh, planet x px of that's a legend that sorry sorry jason that that, that that's, that, that's fine that's only a legend class figure no that's a bigger one oh, man for 34 it weighs, no, ha- it weighs half it weighs half a weighs half a kilo brad it's a bit so bigger be, than a legend Oh, God, I'm having the a mental point, The point, in fact, he's carrying his ass on his back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His foot, yeah. Okay, all right. I'm ignore. Yeah. Sorry, Jason. All right, go. let's go. Let, let, let's go. Let's go back to... <laughs> so, Planet, Planet X PX-04 Summonus, which is not full of Cybertron Snow, which is also not, oh, my God, that shit heap. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, this this snarl looks pretty awesome actually? We were, we, were, we were looking at him a little bit before the show. Um, yeah, he's he's got some interesting he's got some interesting dimensions and a very sort of G one style transformation to him as well. Um, and uh, I think Bill, you reckon you said you reckon he's going to be a, you know sort of an eighty to a hundred dollar range. Yeah, you? if you just look at um, you know that's US obviously, so probably be able to get it cheaper. But yeah, the standard. Um, what is he on Big Bad Toy Store? He's a uh, ninety nine ninety nine to be exact. US. There we go. Uh, Hundred US. Yeah. That's hard. So but let me let me do some quick maths on this guy. You kids talk amongst yourselves. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> so just the... like looking at the figure, it actually looks really cool. Although I'm still trying to figure out why on earth he has like almost like a jet intake vents. For pectoral <laughs> muscles, and um, but they flew. Come all on, the Dino, come on, all the Dinobots flew. Yeah. Had that for ages. Dinobots flew in the '86 <laughs> movie. Uh, it's 130 Australian. Oh there we go. God, that, that's on big. Bad, that's though. a tough Keep pill. Mind, but, yeah. That's a tough pill to so swallow. We'll have, to, we'll have to wait to see what the likes of Shane and Evan, yeah, and, you know, John have to offer. But yeah, as it stands, you're looking at 130 from Big Bad plus shipping. See if it if it set around like the flat one hundred Australian hundred and ten including shipping, I'd be more interested. But don't yeah. forget they're deluxe and not Voyager, which makes it even harder. Now this is true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It, they are. It's a real nice looking figure. Um, Swoop was an awesome looking figure. Paddlefoot. Yeah. He. He's the sort of the down point at the time, but Paddlefoot, <laughs> land before time. <laughs> <laughs> he looks more like paddle. You mean little, little foot. foot? Sorry, I'm, not paddle. I'm thinking paddles. Yeah, little foot. Uh, um, uh, uh, sort of... 
these out of yeah. all third-party companies making Dinobots, the Planet X ones I've been keeping a real close eye on, and, and this figure looks really, really good. But just mm. so you're saying that if it was say the next size class up, you would definitely jump if on it. If it was Voyager for a hundred, I would. But being yeah, I, deluxe, I, 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 I totally hear you on yeah, that. Yeah, it's mm. sort of it's a lot of money for a deluxe class figure. Um, I mean, some, some, sometimes it does sort of feel like those those the third party figures that are coming out at a, at this price point and they're only deluxe class. It does it does sort of feel like they're kind of helping themselves. Yeah, and I may I may be wrong because the Grimlock the four Cybertron Grimlock is Voyager and they're going to sales pending make a Voyager Grimlock to finish out the line, so or make their own Grimlock, which I'd assume would be a Voyager. Um, mm. Let's hope they make him a Voyager, because and let's hope yeah. they make him with a decent tail. <laughs> oh yeah, thank well, yeah, you. You like a bit of good tail, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but just just the the transparent plates on his back, like those things that are straight out of the cartoon. His, uh, I don't even know what you'd call that, poo plastic. It's not gold. It wasn't gold in the cartoon. It was that muted. Sort of bronze, yellow color. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, mm. it's keeping to that sort of theme. It's baby poo. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's almost like it's, yeah, yeah, it's apple custard. Um, there you yeah. go. It, and 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 right. that robot mode. That if if they're ever going to re uh, update the G one snarl, that robot mode. Phew. Oh, that that sells me. Yeah, it's pretty good, eh? Just you go look. You got ball joint elbows, knees, ankle tilts. Yeah, it. Um... I'm not gonna lie. All I see is that wonderful looking chest, and it's just like, even though it looks kind of seekerish, I like it. He flew. Yeah. They all flew in the '86 movie. <laughs> Although <laughs> all they right, all flew so in number one probably, too. <laughs> we should all probably move on. I think so. Um, I think we should skip our new additions for the moment. Um, yeah, let's on... do that next week. Yeah, nothing some, much. Some feedback. Okay. Um, so, earlier in the week, uh, Brad asked these guys, uh, asked the group um, for some questions. We got a couple of good ones. Um, so, we should definitely start with them. Um, so, Lee Maxwell asked, has there been a discussion about just how much effort Hasbro are putting into the Transformers line lately? Design, mold, and style-wise, I think they've come leaps and bounds, especially when you look at the other Hasbro lines, like Star Wars or the Marvel stuff. Look at your, look at your average 4-inch Vader from, say, 3 to 4 years ago, and any Transformer then, and look at them now. It seems to me that the majority of the design budget is going into the TF brand. Um... I don't really have much to say Bill. for this. Like, <laughs> uh, I collect. It's good that you read it out. Yeah. Then. <laughs> oh, we can all chime in. It's all good. Well, where do you start? I mean, we're funny. It was, I was actually talking about this with a mate at work today, right? As far as toys and stuff go, but Transformers is one of those lucky franchises where every couple of years it can renew itself. Yep. You know, like, you know, Optimus gets a new body, he emerges, he takes a swan dive into the <laughs> well of first parts and, you know, he comes back in a new body and, you know, rah, rah, rah. 
But it's just, been around, it's just been down to the spa and come back. Yeah, and pretty like much. You know what I mean? And it's they've, they've constantly evolved. Where if you look at Star Wars, I mean, how would you guys feel if, you know, Chewbacca started running around with rocket thrusters and a lightsaber all of a sudden? Oh, my God, that would be the we best. We did thing. have the early yes. 90s Batman line where he had yeah, 14, you know, Joel Schumpf, yeah, yeah, 14 different like, suits. <laughs> You know, you look at, you know, the figures that were coming out, you know, a couple of years ago, like the Vintage Trilogy line. I don't know if you guys remember the three and three quarter ones. They had the plastic clamshell on the outside like the old school boxes did. You know, articulated figures. And then how many different versions of Darth Vader can we really have? You know, and my mate raised an interesting point. He said, as a Star Wars fan, I like the tradition I like the look of Darth Vader. I like the Bespin Luke. I like the classic smuggler Han Solo. You know, so it's a bit of a, bit of a, uh, almost an apples and oranges scenario, if you guys get what I mean to say. Yeah, but you get that of every line, though. Yeah, but, I mean, it just thinks... I also tend to agree with him and personally think that Star Wars is one of those lines where you can't deviate too far from its core traditional values... Otherwise, you'll start to alienate some of the older fans. I, I actually, yes. chiming in on this, I honestly, looking at uh, Hasbro's with their, their um, Black Edition, mm. um, a lot of their toy line, I think especially using, again, Star Wars here as a... Uh, um, they're, they're aiming for two different age brackets as well. That's correct. That's um, correct. Yeah. I, I got the Black Edition, or I started getting into the Black Edition, mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it looked so close to the original vintage G1, like the original toys that they were bought out. Yeah. Like, that is my draw card, too. Mm. And Marvel, again, is a different age group. It's aiming for that sort of in-between ground between Transformers and... Yeah, I mean, you you look at their hero mashes that Marvel have got. You know, you can go to Kmart, I think, up for 20 yeah, bucks. Yeah, yeah. But then you can go to Phantom Zone and you can get the Diamond Select, you know, the articulated figures with the diorama and stuff like that. And as Dad pointed out earlier, like, even you walk into shops now, you can see the two different lines that Hasbro have got going for Star Wars. Like, you know, they got their Rebels and the Legends, which are very basic figures. You know, there's no knee articulation, there's no elbow articulation. Yep, and yep, they're, yep. They're, they're, they're cheaper for the kiddies, you know, to introduce them into the range. And then, like you said, Daniel, you've got the Black Series, which goes towards the, the more the older collector, you know, which itself carried on from the Vintage Trilogy collection they introduced a few years ago. So, yeah, they, they are trying to cater. I mean, some might think they've spread themselves too far. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Mm. You know, by almost contaminating the brand, so to speak. I'm... I'm... I'm I, I think about all the... this novelty crap. You know them, them jumping pigs. What are they called? Um, angry pigs. Angry what are birds. They called? Angry birds. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I think that again is, it, I, as a company, they sort of have to look at ways to to take a brand <laughs> and make it more entertaining for mm. the younger kids. So that's where Angry Birds comes in. If you take it and look at it, be like, my my three year old will like this because he plays Angry Birds. That that's fine. You're not coming in there like as a diehard collector and thinking, oh. Mm. If you look at it at its what its purpose is for, yes, some of the stuff you look at and you think, why are they even making this? <laughs> like, what what's the point? Well, yeah. the, the AOE shampoo but, bottle is a perfect example. One. Yeah, but I mean that's been going on since day dot, though, mm. Brad. 
You know what I mean? Like, we had all that junk back in the 80s too, man. That is not I mean, look, so much. need a way to get their kids to use their shampoo, right? <laughs> yeah. But honestly, I don't think that the the majority of the... Like, going back to Lee's question, I don't think a majority of the, the design budget is going into Transformers. I think what they're doing is, is they're zoning in on the budget and the age bracket that they're aiming for with the Transformers brand mm. and just applying a lot of it into R&D and, and, and then, I guess, design rather than just marketing because they're, they're turning around mm. and letting yeah. us yeah, I think, I think, I think, market more. I think we actually have talked about this briefly in a, one of the past podcasts. It might have been in episode zero, so <laughs> Lee could be forgiven yeah. for not having. Sorry, sorry for bringing that zero. up. <laughs> but I, but I think I think what we were, well, at least my perspective on this is that you know it's great collecting Transformers now oh, as yeah. opposed to the eighties because there's some real detail and there's there's a lot there's so much in by way of advancement mm. in mm. Uh, mm. the technology that goes into designing Transformers. I mean mm-hmm. like like you know, we we were talking earlier about how, you know, oh Hasbro's had the CAD designs for these Transformers for yep. you know, a year or two. That couldn't have been done in the eighties. Well like, it, was pr- yeah. it was pretty then, uh, yeah, I mean it is a sign of the times too, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it, yeah. But that's that's my point. It's it yeah. is a sign of the times. Yeah. You know, people and so but like, like you, you know, look, you were just saying, like looking at that, looking at the third party, third party snarl. It's like, look at that. There's ball joints on his arms. There's ball joints on his on his knees and everything. And mm. that's the kind of thing that we only used to see in the real premium high end toys. Well, but now that's there in all the Beast Wars brought that in. Well, I'm talking about the '80s. Yeah, but uh, uh, well, you know, Astro Train has ball jointed arms. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's yeah. one toy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that that's a thing. As a discussion that we we're gonna have to have, even if it's a special episode, just. Um... Oh. I mean, I think that they. I mean, let's say they do have a budget. If you know, obviously they do, but they're using it much more efficiently. Yeah. And yeah, that, that, that's what I was. A, yes. I think it comes down to is it's not that they're using a lot of the but like they're not having some absurdly a big amount mm. of budget. They're no. just being more regimented and, yeah. and confined to exactly I mean, it, what they need it for. Let's let's look at the Combiner Wars as, a, as an example. Do you know what I mean? Alpha Bravo is going to go to Blades, you know, More and there's going to be other... Or Alpha Bravo. <laughs> or vice versa, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So they've created the core design. Now all the hard work's done. Mm. You know, yeah. so... And as Jason's, you know, said earlier, well, all the design and development has just come leaps and bounds so yeah as far as budget i think they're using it a lot more and there's a lot more talented people yeah and as um as uh sabertron.com uh commented during the week the actual hasbro representation at something like toy fair is i think it's not much it's around about the 10 percent mark like Mm. for action figures Lego has about 25% at the Toy Fair, and then you've got everything else after that, where it's be um, your, like your, your Mimic iPad game console things, or whatever else. Like, actual action figures is about 10% at Toy Fair, and then you've got Transformers that come in that. Fair enough, it's not a G.I. Joe heavy year, but you've got to sort of mix it up with um 
it's it's a My Little Pony. Yeah, yeah. We know, we Brony, know from Toy yeah. Fair that My Little Pony is actually their number one franchise. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Yep. And it, it, Hasbro, considering Hasbro's spending this much money on a two-year scheme for Combiner Wars, is pretty good. And it's sort of we're gonna have to have this discussion soon because like some posts today with people saying they're not liking the new Combiner Wars figures they're not anything up to scratch with the originals like the G1 nostalgia argument needs to be addressed and we're going to have to do we're going to have to I do it that soon I think it's something that we should we, we should do in an, obviously another yeah, podcast yeah. And, and definitely yeah. something that which should be more like uh, j- just a general conversation but moving on yeah. so Mac so, Lee Maxwell, we've answered your question. Um, <laughs> well, so, yes. so Lee's question actually yep. was, has there been a discussion? The answer is yes, yes but we'll do it yep. again. Send your, pay- yeah. send your payment to transformers.cca.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bribe has been accepted. Stuart Flynn um, asked, how about, where should third-party companies draw the line? Um, so he's saying, so where, like, where do they do it, draw the line when it comes to taking hash, uh, Hasbro Takara's IP and making profit from it? I think that I think that's an interesting mm. question that we could actually do an entire podcast about as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the point. The, I guess most of the most of the third parties they start out by committing to doing these figures that Hasbro and Takara aren't doing for some reason. Ooh. I mean, for me, for me, Warden is a really good example of that because there's no new Fort Max, and Warden is geared towards people who enjoy that that character in the comics. But that come out, mm-hmm. that come so, out at the same time as Encore Twenty Three, so it's sort of. You can buy the sure, whole but, figure, sure, but, or you but, can but, buy the head to put on top of it. But that's not. The, I mean, to say Warden's just a head to put on <laughs> top of Encore Twenty Three is a kind of doing a disservice to to Warden. True, but true. the 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 point is that a lot of the third parties they try to fill in gaps, and some of them try to fill in gaps at the same time, such as all the Astro trains that are about to turn uh, up. And but um, that, that, how do they? I, I, I think that's shifted though. Like I, I think they. They originally they tried to fill in gaps and they realized, hey, uh, you know, we can actually make a go of this. Some of them have had better luck than others, yep. and then they they make a go of it. They get a figure, they sell their figure, and then they go, all right, we're going to make another one. And this time, this time we're going to either go a little bit closer to you know thing, figures that we think there's a demand for because there's a there's a blend between figures that people want that are sort of like not there's there's no. There's you know a gap in the, a gap in the product line, for example, and then there's also figures that are obviously popular, like you know oh let's do another Grimlock or let, you know let's do a bunch of Dinobots, Whoa, you know things like that. People love, people love Dinobots, let's make more of them. My opinion on this is all right. So the way I view third party is they either do it because Hasbro and Takara a haven't have released a figure, and most of the consumer collectors. Are saying no. That's the quite frankly, that's terrible. Um, so, so the third party are going right. Well, let's jump on this and try and make one better. Or that, as you said, they're just doing something to fill the gap. Or the the, the yeah, as you said, they're they're doing it for um. That they're doing it for the popularity, like what's popular right now, to gain that. I, I don't so much that they're taking hashtags. Intellectual property and who's? I, 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 
Um, it's hashtag. Yeah. Hashtag. I like it's hashtag. like it's like it's like a hashtag, but it's I like hashtag. Well, I thought it sounded like hashtag. <laughs> I like that. It's cool. fine. Sorry. It's fine. Um, I, I I don't think that they're they're not drawing like they're not overstepping the line because they're not trying to do direct mimic. They're not trying to no, take no, but, something but that Hasbro is releasing at, at the same time and then no, doing yeah, their okay, own. Fair so, like, say with this, say, like, uh, Hasbro and Takara are currently releasing their, their uh, you know, Combiner Wars. Say with Wave 3, a third party decides, all right, we're going to then take all of that at the exact same time and release it at the same time as theirs. Well, we'll just go back to last episode and we'll introduce Lone Wolf into this, into this saying... We're going to make our own motor master for the wave two. That has... <laughs> is this that one that sort of looked like a black huffer on steroids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the 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 poorly colored, poorly colored motor way, master. This, can I can I just say, in the spirit of Mardi Gras coming up next week, black huffer on steroids is my drag name. <laughs> no, <That's okay>. oh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> ah, brilliant. <laughs> All right, so... Um... But, just to, to cap it off, can I just say, hashtag, uh, just a... You know. I, I think that's true as well, because, like, every time they release a repaint of a figure, mm. um, it, it, it gives third parties more ammunition to just go, well, you know what, you guys are being lazy, we're going to do a new figure. Or even just look at the classics range, like the Universe Sideswipe and Sunstreaker. Mm-hmm. They're clearly Lamborghinis. Mm-hmm. But Hasbro have just altered a few bits and pieces here and there to avoid paying licensing themselves. Mm. You know. That's a, that, that is actually a really good point. Yes. So if it's good enough for Hasbro and their legal team to sit there and you know decide that well you know if we manipulate fifteen percent of this car to avoid paying legal fees to the manufacturer, then it's, there's absolutely no objection as to why a third party can't do the same to them. I suppose, and that's probably why they haven't tried to put them out of business. But Hasbro and Takara can't go and put them out of business. Well, I don't think they prosecute. They, they can't prosecute a manufacturing. No, no. That's <laughs> yeah. the, Good luck. You know, but then, again, then again, you guys have heard of this play with this two business? Yeah, you know, the, Aaron Archer. Aaron, Aaron Archer's. Yeah. Aaron Archer, a former Hasbro employee, has come out and his little snap-together figures are basically rip-offs of the Pretenders. Mm, because Hasbro didn't want to what, do why, it. Why, why do the Pretenders, like, why? Hasbro, I don't know, Hasbro I just think that's the direction he wanted to go in. But, you know, like, you look at his, you know, the names they've given him, like, Bloodbath. Is, you, you Google and compare the two images, do you know what I mean? And in, in he's an got interview, one that's like ancient astronaut. He would also he would also know which names are no longer owned by yeah. Hasbro as well. Exactly. Yeah, but I mean, and he of all people would know how close you can fly to the sun before your wings get burned. Yeah. You know, in an interview that he recently done, he stated that the next evolution of Transformers is to go back to the Beast era, and look what we have now with Rod. Yeah. So yes, they've fired him, but they've taken his ideas and comments on board and move forward yeah. in the R.O.D. and look, all the Decepticons are beasts. <laughs> but... Okay. Yeah, but um, my two cents on the third party. Originally, third party, you need a gun for someone like they the add-on kits. Yeah. they the add-on yeah. kits. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes me absolutely wonder why 
Like the Datsun brothers didn't come with their full shoulder mounted missile pods dot 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 whatever else they come with up there. Um but Doctor Wu has filled that that void. Oh, you the the MPs you're yeah, referring to. Yeah, masterpiece figures like Prowl. Yeah, I mean instead of have, yeah, they're supposed to have the rocket cannon, the rocket mm. on the shoals and that where they don't, which really makes me wonder yeah. why that ball was dropped to start with. Because I think Amazon paid them a few quid to say, "Hey, can we make the launches exclusive to us?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but post that, like sometimes third party really infringe. Um, you got the eye gear coneheads seekers, mm, yeah, and they were pretty much the MP3 mold with the molded wings and the conehead accessories. Now I don't know what there must have been something else in there as well because I remember there was someone saying that uh, there was some pretty much mold for mold rip offs that they were selling off as third party figures. Yeah, the trade tour and stuff didn't like. Didn't someone make a? Uh, didn't someone make a, a, a like a shrunken down MP1 a few years ago yeah, as well? Faithfully, they did. Yeah, mm. faith leader. Yeah, and it's sort of one of those things like third parties sort of hovered around the. <laughs> we're going to make accessories for your figures, and then we got the two devastators, and then we got the four predator kings, and then now we have. I'm pretty sure there's five masterpiece Dinobots coming out of uh, third party. Plus, there's another there's but another is, seven is, Dinobots that are coming out in different. Is, is it fair to say that they follow the money? Oh yeah, yeah. They they they'd have to, otherwise they'd be out of business. Mm. But, hmm. um, but I mean, I, so I think... so masterpieces are popular, so they do masterpiece scale ish kind of like you know more or yeah. less. Yeah, well, master, I mean, you look masterpiece at what... price yeah, scale, you know, price scale, not not yeah. scale scale. Yeah, well, so some some of them are masterpiece scale as yeah, well. Yeah, like but, the hound like, coming out. But but like people like they look at that and they're like, okay, maybe they maybe they're not actually, you know, like I, I, I sort of tend to think that some of the companies aren't really that business savvy, especially like you know, it's probably it's probably a stretch to call them companies. Like some some of them are probably just a few people, and you know, it's probably not a case of them going, oh look, masterpieces are popular. It's <laughs> probably just going, big transformers are popular. Well, and bad so let's cube. make big let's make big transformers. Yeah, like sort of bad cube like. They done the huffer. Yes, fair enough. They had the bad, uh, bad factory. They've changed factories now. They've come out of Brawny Outback, and they're sort of going ahead full scale. I haven't got any of those figures, so I don't know what the what the quality is like. But um, yeah, it's sort of it's sort of I, weird. Yeah, it's so, weird. So like they're I, doing. I tend to, I tend to oscillate between being really surprised at how good third party figures are. And then just sort of being really, just just that little bit, that little pang of disappointment when you you do pay so much money for some of them. I mean, like we talked about this earlier, you pay so much money for them, and they're small. And it's sort of like, what did you guys do with my hundred dollars? Well, and that's mm, it's a limited run, and that's the one issue that the third party figures have. Like Quake Wave, all these said figures, like they're only making five thousand of them or whatever mm. else, whereas. So glad I have a quick yes, wave. I'm just same here. <laughs> but um, like MP10, there probably would have been twenty thousand MP10s made. 
and then some. Yeah, yeah, but that sort of thing, like official figure like that, there was that many made, and it's sort of it's sort of still commanding around the two fifty to three hundred range. Yeah, but that's is is one of those characters, man. Like the flagship well, of the yeah. franchise. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So they they're going to reissue that sucker till the cows come and, home. Man. Yeah, we've got another reissue coming, so I've brought it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should move on because next up we've got. This kind of leads on actually. Is Kyle uh, Barker? Um, is there a classic G1 bot you want to see remade by Hasbro that hasn't been done yet? Cool. This is yeah. This is a trapdoor to to oblivion. <laughs> Shockwave. Ooh. I want. No it, no, it has been done. It's been remade. No, I want a Hasbro Takara flashing snow. Do you? But, do but, you have? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. We need to define what remade actually means because, like to me, like there's there are many shockwaves out there that bot has been remade and it's been redone. You know who I want? Mm-hmm. Tripticon. Uh, you'll, yeah, yeah, this you'll is true. There's, un- there's only one Tripticon. Yeah. Although remade or reissued, because the reissue one's coming. That's the question. Yeah. Mm. Well, it does say remade. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so by that well, sticking biggest question, yeah. remade, I would really like a, a modernized, mo- remolded, better Tripticon. And it's coming. Mm-hmm. Hasbro execs after uh, Metroplex come out, um, they were interviewed to say the Titan class figure is going to be a once every couple of year figure. Metroplex had come out, they're working on something else, which we now know is Devastator, and I reckon the next one look to a year and a half, and we'll have a Generations Trypticon to go with our Metroplex. Can, 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 can I can I just say like unless that's amazing, I'm really not that interested. Because I, I like like I was interested in Metroplex. I just wasn't that Metroplex interested. Metroplex in was a big letdown. In in many no things. no, but I mean like I mean like I mean like in terms of in terms of toys that I was interested in as a kid. Yep. Metroplex, yes. Trypticon, eh. You know I'm what? Sorry, I... but a giant Tyrannosaurus Rex that can transform into a city has my vote. A, a giant, <laughs> a giant. Uh... Godzilla that transforms into a city. <laughs> a kaiju. Yeah. You... Let, let, let's, not, uh, let's not put Underbite in the same location, shall we? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's eating him out through his... Oh, I won't say the word. I ought to mention You know what I'd like to see? I want to see some of the more... The Japanese combiners. Oh, I don't know. Like, who, who are they? You know, it's a it's a free. You mean, you mean, you mean, you mean yeah. like the rail bots and stuff like that? Yeah, like Lyo Kaiser and stuff Can like we that. Give them an ROD. No, no, no. I'm talking like you know the guys from the Victory series and that kind of stuff. Yeah, the, the rail the rail combiners. We had the we had the rail combiners somewhere, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, did. yeah they came, yeah, they came yeah. out in the universe. Line. Yeah, yeah, and you know the JRX and stuff like that. The the three of them. Yeah. But I'm talking about all six, not the little micro master type ones either. Rigi Dig, Voyager size ones. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Is that Voyager size ones? <laughs> well, yeah. well, going back, going back to the Hasbro classic. Like, do we have the? Um, do we all have the Transformers Prime Shockwave? Beast Hunter Shockwave. Yes. Uh, I do that, not. That 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 H tank thing. Yeah. Hmm. Do, so, figure, so, so you want you want a gun shockwave? 
Yeah, with flashing pew pew sounds. <laughs> yeah, just a, that's what I just want. that sound chip though. <laughs> so, so we we know that Shockwave, we know that Shockwave was a figure that they brought into the line, right? And that, you know, then they lost the license. So, do we know who has the license to that figure at the moment? Because like it has been a while since I've seen you know those knockoff Shockwaves um, pop up. It so, like, surely, so, surely someone's got to be, be making Radio that. Shack, wouldn't? Oh, Astro Magnet. That's why we had the, the grey one. Mm. But that was like in the 80s. Like, surely, yeah, but... surely there's someone else still making them now. But still. Oh, didn't someone Didn't someone do a world's smallest Transformers shockwave? There is one, yeah. yeah they did a grey one. Yeah. That was Takara, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I need to get that. Is, aren't was they Takara? No, no, I, uh, I, no, I, no, I, no. I can't remember the name of the company right. right now, but it's not Takara but yeah they did it and you got the little Bruticus hand to go with it <laughs> for, your, for your G1 Bruticus yeah <laughs> nice alright excuse me mm, well right, let's go for the last question Alex Chin again he, he, he's definitely yep. our member of the week I think yep. first um, fill my nizzles let's, let's, let's call this the, uh, the, the off the shelf the voice of Alex Chin <laughs> yes yep alright so his question is what does everybody think of long-haul sumo wrestler look. Personally, I kind of like it. I mean, not going to lie, if you've got... for Is it Voyager class? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they For Voyager class, or four or five Voyager class, mod, like, things hanging off you, you're going to need to be fat and sturdy to hold yourself up. Yeah, for shizzle. And that's, yeah, and that's the issue with that figure. Like, he's not... From all accounts, he's a lot... He's a bit bigger... He's not Voyager, he's more towards the leader, um, just in mass and parts count. Um, but we've seen the video with him, those ratchet hips, the waist joint, it's sort of a, uh, it, it just comes down to he is the centre mass for that 18-inch figure, and he needs to have the the dexterity and the durability to suit. Yeah, I have a question. Who's ever going to see this? Because it's always going to be in Devastator mode, right? No. Oh, I'm not, come I'm on. not buying this. I won't, I won't I'm not see mine. For Devastator. I won't see mine because it'll be in the box. Oh, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Touche. Bill, you need to buy two so you can have I'm one in the box. I'm seriously considering and... it, hey. Bill's putting the C in the TCCA. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to be looking at a box. Uh, no, yeah. I've... My, as I've said, my green giant, that's my Devastator. This, as much as it looks like the original, I don't care for it as the original. I'll be having these in their alt modes around the front of my giant in my display. Just be... And I think that's a fair reason. Not to, like, not going to lie. Like, if you fork out the money it costs to get a green giant, I would have it as my Devastator too and not mm. the $150 combiner was one. But... Me personally, I am definitely going to buy this, and if I have the money, God forbid, I will buy two. I'm, one to have old, one as devastating. Yeah, I'm. I, I won't won't deny it now. I will be looking at two of these. I'll be buying one straight up, and it will go as my alt mode for my giant. But I'll be seriously looking for a second one on special anywhere, or I'd probably even pay. Yeah. I'd probably even pay the one fifty to one eighty price tag just to have the second one. Just to have it in devastator mode. Yeah, 
wait, wait for the mid-year toy sales, man. I reckon, like I said previously, it's going to be this year's big ticket toy item. Yeah, and if you're going off the Metroplex prices, like we had them at, it's we, had them at yeah, we had them at Costco for six, oh, sixty or seventy or whatever they were. Um, I know Metroplex got down to ninety-eight at Target, where I got my second mm. one. So under a hundred dollars for this figure is. Buy multiple, buy yeah. them all. If there's six on the shelf, buy them all. But I, yeah, <laughs> I think you'd have to wait till they go on clearance, though. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like you're gonna have it's, a it's just that gamble of hoping that your store yeah. has enough stock to put them on clearance to start with. But if you don't, someone else will, and you can say, "Hey, he's under bucks." Hopefully, though, you know, if the online stores do decide to carry Devastator, which I've, I'm 99% sure they are going to, I've just got an inkling. They'll why, probably why, have, why would they throw money away? Yeah, and they'll probably have an online option also. You know, they click and collect or deliver over 100 bucks. You know how Maya do it yeah. and stuff like that. And Toys R Us and a few others. Yeah, yeah, those guys. So I think it's a safe bet to say we'll all be proud owners of Devastator in a few months. My biggest worry is the local retailers like Joel, Shane, maybe even TFI if they, although he doesn't normally sell the generation stuff, like if this is going to come in at retail at 150 160 or whatever, they're yeah. going to they're, they're gonna have to bite the bullet on this and go under price just to make it uh, worth buying or, or, or they just don't sell it yeah. or they just yeah exactly they just don't sell it because I mean if let's hypothetically say Toys R Us Big W Kmart and Target all stock Devastator right they're not going to be able to compete with those guys price wise I don't think no, especially considering they can take the deficit because they can make it up in other lines exactly, yeah. exactly. Yep. like so, Look, it's it's gonna it's but gonna it, come it, out. We'll find out what happens when it comes out. So, <laughs> yeah. so in short, I, I like the sumo wrestler look. Like I think it has a functionality. They, they, they wouldn't have made him scrawny. So I he's mean, he's the main body of the figure. He's a a Volk, Like they've already updated the figures to be more real life. So he's a he's a heavy haulage mining dump truck, which is bigger than any of any of the other figures in the combiner modes um so he should be the biggest figure of them all you can go into how the others scale into it and what they should be what they are but long haul is a heavy haulage dump truck he should be bigger than the rest all right all right and i think that actually kind of uh rounds us up oh yeah so we got to have a little bit of fun and a little bit of banter and talk about some some subjects that we will have to lead, have to definitely come back on. Mm. Um, for those that submitted questions, uh, thanks. Thank you. Um, Thank definitely you. add us add more. Definitely give us more. Yeah, yeah. We want more questions. Yep. More feedback. Definitely, but remember, good only. We'll delete the. <laughs> It's actually a policy. That's right. All right. Let's wrap this baby up. Let's do it. Guys, yeah, thanks for listening. I'm just going to head straight into the outro. I'm Jason. You can find me on Twitter at JM77. You can find me hanging around. The main thing I do on Facebook is actually TCCA. I hate Facebook, so that's like the only thing I do on there. 
Um, Pretty much right. Twitter? That's uh, <laughs> pretty, pretty much me. I don't have any problem composing things longer than 140 cat. <laughs> did he just cut out? Yeah. <laughs> I see what he did there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I tip my hat to you. Do I need to cut them? Oh, that, that was... That's brilliant. Um, all right, so you can find me on Facebook. Unlike Jason, I don't have a problem with Facebook. Actually, it's my main code of contact. I, I struggle trying to come up with a, you know, something to fit within 140 characters. <laughs> um, I'm technically the second youngest in the group. Um, you can find me. Just look Daniel Quinn up on the the TCCA group if you have any reason to actually, you know, talk to me. Um, other than what that, offer you can... full of Cybertron figures? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, thanks to Bill, I've got those. I've got the ones that I want. Yes, and I'm, uh, I'm right. Brad. Um, Brad Ostron Prime on Facebook. Um, all feedback, Prime at gmail.com or tcca at gmail.com uh, is a group web... Uh, Blech, not the Facebook page, the group uh, email address, and um, yeah, get online, become a member of the group. My iPad's just falling on the ground. Um, uh, we welcome you all, except those pesky Bill, Americans. Speaking of, speaking of professionalism, how do we? Come yes, the, this. Yeah, ah, let's try that again. Yes, just look for the burning H. What if someone's typing something? Yeah, I don't have Twitter, so I don't even know anything about 140 characters at all. So, but thank you for listening. Take care and have a good night, all. Yeah, definitely have a good night. And if you just want to know, if you really want to, you know, get a hold of Bill, just look for the, as he said, the burning hage, and just call him Uncle because it's just a running gag between most of the group currently. So, uh... <laughs> Uncle Billy. So, um, I'm yeah, Bill's right. toy shop. Alright, guys. Take care. Have a good night. Bye. Good night. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook, where we have our Off the Shelf page. Hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, you can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all are one.